Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And welcome to our program this morning and uh, reaching afternoon very shortly. Uh, we're with Mullah Sabri Davids. And once again, we'll be taking your questions and your, um, yes, your questions to 47913. This is our marriage program for today with the Honorable Imam at Rockland's Masjid. That's Masjid Uthani. That's Mullah Sabri David. So if you do have any questions for your marriages, issues pertaining to uh, relationships, you're most welcome to send that through. And that's with our honorable guest for today. I'm your host for this uh, segment or the session of this, this morning. I'm Aslam Qasim. And inshallah, I hope you do have a splendid and a wonderful day. And spend that day, inshallah, in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And uh, continue with the recitation of La ilaha illallah. Continue with making istighfar. And continue seeking forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Seek Jannah from Allah. And seek Allah to ask Allah to protect us. All from the fire of Jahannam, inshallah. Without further ado, let us commence and welcome our guests. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Maulana. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to the listeners as well. And indeed, on this very chilly, rainy morning, Maulana, hmm. you and I have to do the job whilst yeah. the rest is lying under the warm winter blankets. May Allah grant us all khair, inshallah, Maulana. Amen, amen. Definitely. Maulana, inshallah, once again today, um, I know we always have so many questions but um, it's quite a time also you know this is the time of Ramadan and people the anger you know it flares up very very quickly during during the times when uh, especially the latter part of the day and uh, sometimes a man or a woman will they will tell each other things which afterwards they feel so uh, regretful that they spoke in those words but it should not yes. be a means of a, of, of a destruction or breakdown of the marriages for, for that reason. Yes. at all. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, Maulana, it is said, but it is also, I think, a very real as a reality that we have to deal with, that a hungry person is an angry person. Hmm. And I think sometimes in the month of Ramadan, uh, you know, the moods and the and the tempers, the threshold for, 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 for anger slightly, uh, shall we say, shorter or smaller than hmm. usual. Um, the hunger adding to it and, and now we can understand Maulana, Why this month of Ramadan Is such a beautiful opportunity To gain nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because we even have to suppress That little bit of anger um, You know As you want to Of you want to say Of you want to feel smile With me And ask me What you want to say With So 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 Yes Maulana, In this month of Ramadan We need to be extra cautious have given the fact that Nabi Muhammad sallallahu says that those rebellious shaitan, shayateen, are locked up in this month. Mm. So we are on autopilot basically. And so therefore any ills and evils in this month comes from none other than ourselves. May Allah grant us the ability to control our anger and to control our issues and our marriages uh, in this month of Ramadan, inshallah. Mm. Of course, also saying slamat to everybody, especially to our young youngsters, Maulana. Yes. Fadag is as the old people used to say, it is op je So yes, in die slamat to everybody, as the maand van Ramadan is alweer half te klaar. Mm-hmm. And my respected listeners, as this maand van Ramadan has flown by us, in the wink of an eye, we will all agree that as was nou die dag nog die eerste poase, en daar sit alweer die vijftiende poase. Oh. And so yes, indeed, we need to then contemplate, and we need to make tafakkur and, you know, we need to meditate into this matter that as we see this month of Ramadan flying by, so too our lives will fly by. In the end, when we wake up, 
Then Munkar will stand on the right side or one side and Nakir on the other side. And then they will ask us, Marrabuk, who was your Lord? Madinuk, what is your deen? Manabiyuk, who is your prophet? And then 50 years, 60 years, 70 years would have flown by as quick as this month of Ramadan has flown by. And so therefore, inshallah, this is also a readiness, a, get, a period of getting ready, uh, inshallah, for, for, for that eventual meeting with our Rabb, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah grant that our last words must be, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Well, I also want to just, uh, before we jump into the deep end, I want to apologize to the listeners if this may be slight hoarseness in the voice today. But this is due to a uh, bout of cold and flu that we've had for almost the entire week. Oh. It was bad. Mulan, I get ampahamaning now. Allah wa Allah wa amin. Allah wa amin. Khair, Mulan, inshallah. In fact, I, I, I want to actually, if it's okay with Mulan, mm. can I start with the question that I just received on my WhatsApp? Mm-hmm. The question is, Assalamu alaikum, Mulan, can an adopted child be a mahram for anything or for anyone? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Before we get there, we know that uh, Islam does not encourage adoption because, in terms of in terms of the person who is adopted, the child that is adopted will never ever become, you know, um, in the rank of the of the of the biological children, as opposed to the child that is suckled, the mm-hmm. milkant. Mm-hmm. Now, if the child has been adopted at that young age where the child was suckled, then obviously. The child is like 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 own. Yeah, for, then he cannot marry the mother if it's a boy, and 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 if it's a girl, she cannot marry the father, mm-hmm. and neither can they marry the brothers and sisters if it was a suckling child. So what begins down be always malcontus, the malcontus. If, however, the child has been adopted at a later stage where the child uh, could not be uh, breastfed and nursed. And maybe the child was a few years old and the child was adopted by a Muslim family, then that child has got no status as a mahram for the mother, because he's still a stranger to the mother, nor to the to the sisters, or nor to anyone because that child is not family. Mm. So the answer to that question and I hope the listener or the sender is, is, is listening well, inshallah we will respond on our WhatsApp later as well. But uh, you know that child cannot be mahram except for his own uh, family, his own sisters and brothers and so I mean his own sisters and family, etc. Inshallah. Okay, inshallah. I think we're gonna go for our quick um, ad break right now and we come back. Remember that number is four seven nine one three and I see the questions coming in, so inshallah we will be taking your questions immediately after this break. Grateful today, alhamdulillah, for once a day again, a day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us to be able to fast for today. And uh, alhamdulillah, that we may witness this very, very blessed month. Indeed, we are so fortunate. And let us continue thanking our Creator for allowing us and affording us the health, alhamdulillah. For those who are not feeling too well, I do ask sincerely that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you shifa. And also for our deceased, may Allah grant him their highest place in Jannah. Ameen. Let us get into our questions once again. This is the marriage program. And our honorable guest, that is Mona Sabri Davids with us today. And he shares advice 
and that's pertaining to your marriages. So all those questions you have related to marriage issues, uh, issues with your spouse, um, whatever issues affecting your marriage relationships, you're most welcome to send through those questions to 47913. I'm Assam Qasim with you this afternoon. If you have just joined us, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The questions as follows. Um, well, uh, this one is uh, quite interesting. It says, um, I got married many years ago. Um, I think perhaps the question uh, is broken down, but I get the gist of it, inshallah. It says, I got married many years ago and found out that the dowry, uh, which was a Krugerrand that was offered to me, was borrowed. And then the dowry, the Krugerrand, it was given back the next day. So that's where the question uh, ends. I think there is something more which the person writes, but at this time the, the entire message uh, never came through to us. Okay. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. By virtue of what we of the information that we have, Molana, that husband still owes that wife her dowry, mm. and in fact, it is her right to have refused him uh, to consummate the marriage until she received the dowry. But when she says many years, I take it that the marriage has been consummated. And that indeed they carried on, they had children, and probably the issue was never addressed. Bottom line is that the issue needs to be addressed. And if that was the uh, mahar or the maskavi, as, as, as it is common known, you know, in our in our uh, amongst us, mm-hmm. that needs to be paid. Should that husband pass away, apart from her lawful share of the inheritance of the mirath that she's uh, entitled to. She's also entitled to that because it is then a dane, it is a debt on the on the estate, and therefore has to be paid out as such. And so, indeed, I think the issue must be addressed. And if the lady, and I, when she says many years, I would also uh, not assume, but one can perhaps imagine that the imam even that married them might not be around any longer. Either way, she needs to address it with her husband, and he needs to cough up the krugeran. Um, or the value of it, uh, but if a krugeran is what she asked, then the krugeran is what she deserves, what she must get, inshallah. So yes, she must address it. And of course, if the husband might be what, mm-hmm. then perhaps she, you know, she should call in the imam or the sheikh or the maulana of the area to address the matter with him. But indeed, it must be addressed. It cannot be left like that, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Okay, inshallah. So remember, send through those questions. It's 47913. And we're taking your questions pertaining to your marriage issues. And um, definitely, we will be trying to answer each and every one of those questions. And uh, you can send them through as we have said. Well, I think you well, may continue with okay. some yes, of Bismillah our... Rahman Rahim. Some of the advices that we want to give today, Molana, is just plain common politeness and passing compliments to our spouses. Sometimes we are not polite, with, we, we don't talk decently to them. Sometimes when we wake our spouses, we wake them in the rudest possible manner. We expect our spouses must be awake when we are awake, and this is so unfair. We don't, uh, we don't believe that our spouses must sleep longer than us. So for us to be polite and to be complimentary, especially women like to hear the words like please, or I'm sorry, or I promise, or thank you, of, of shukran, of tramakashi, of, of even thank you will do. Point of the matter is that we need to be polite to our spouses. So we need to ask our spouses, how are you, how are you feeling? 
um, now and then we need to compliment our spouses. A lady, I can guarantee you, all through all listeners, I can guarantee you that women like to know that the food tastes great. <laughs> and we must not say this because we are just trying to be, we must be genuine and say that even if the food does taste a bit horrible, Malana, <laughs> we need to tell her that this is the most lovely plate of ungeleere akkenie that, <laughs> that I have ever eaten. But think of it this way, Molanda. There is someone that makes worse food than her. Mm-hmm. And inshallah, in, 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 as the years go by, she gains experience, inshallah, uh, it will, the quality will improve. That's the point of the matter. She needs to, we need to make her feel good about something good. We don't need to make her feel bad about something good that she tried. Her intentions were good, and so therefore we need to make her feel good and say, My darling, mashallah, it was a lekker kopie op was water, I mean op was tea. You know? <laughs> but that is very one, one very important aspect. Um, you know, compliment her for efforts. Compliment her for even the way she looks and mm. tell her that you know what you're not you're not uh, Miss world or Miss universe But to me you are a queen you are my queen mm. So this is one of the important aspects another aspect that I'd like to before we take another SMS Molana is to be a good listener Now we need to know that everyone has the right to an opinion Not because I'm the husband and I'm the man of the house and I'm the Sultan now I must I, I, I'm the only one that has an opinion Oh, no, it doesn't work like that Everyone has an opinion and so too does my wife have an opinion and I need to respect it. I don't have to agree I don't have to uh, you know uh, Accept it, but I need to respect it and so therefore we need to recognize her intelligence and Strong points and we need to also tell her when we uh, disagree with something that she says And even if we don't agree we need to find the good in what she says because I don't believe everyone is completely wrong all the time I don't believe everyone's uh, or anyone's uh, opinion is wrong completely or right completely because it is an opinion it is open for interpretation and for criticism but look for the good in her opinion and then we say okay let's take out the negative and look for the positive so mm-hmm. it is of paramount importance to her knowing that she's a total person mm-hmm. that we don't break it down we don't criticize her all the time after a while she will start believing that she is what we say she is mm-hmm. We must build and we must encourage and motivate. And yes, we all make that mistake, Molana. Mm-hmm. From time to time, we all make that mistake. Same. Sometimes it goes on for years and years. Mm-hmm. May Allah grant us to, to treat our wives and our spouses with, with wisdom, inshallah. Allah, Amin. 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 Molana, the uh, questions are streaming in right now. The following question it says, uh, Salam, can man talak his wife without? Talaq papers And the woman never had an iddat period But the man married his third wife Is the second wife divorced Without papers She heard nothing from MJC But the third wife believes He is divorced uh, From his second wife Advice for Islamic reason Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim The way I, I, I figure it out The man got married to the first wife Okay, she's not in this picture right now He got married to a second wife And he got married to a third wife now, I'm not sure whether he got married to the third wife whilst married to the second wife or not. But either way, let's just look at the first aspect, the paperwork. Mm. We must remember that a talaq, according to Imam Shafi, rahimahullah especially, needs to be uttered. Okay? And if the person is unable to utter it, then the person may put it on a piece of paper 
And whilst this is a discussion that has been going around for, uh, amongst many, many ulama, I've done a bit of research and I, I've discovered that uh, that uh, there is a, a, a fatwa, I think, especially in the Ahnaf school of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not going to state it as a fact, Molana, but it's in uh, some articles that I've read on my own. So it's a bit of research on my own, and I've discovered that uh, many of the Ahnaf accept the modern day uh, s- uh, s- social media as a, an acceptable and accepted form of communication. Because, for example, in email you can print out anything nowadays. Even uh, you know any chat that you have on 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 your uh, WhatsApp, on your Facebook, or whatever you can yeah. you can print it out. And then the printer obviously we know takes the place of of, of the pen and ink. Yeah. So therefore they have, have accepted it as an acceptable uh, form of form communication. Of, of, of communication yes. Yeah. Given that, um, so the paperwork itself is but in our instance a formality. Number one, the paperwork does not constitute the talaq as such. The MGC and all uh, most other agencies that I know of issue a piece of paper to state that the lady is now under idda, uh, just so that when she does meet someone else, then this, uh, she can show now I have been, I completed my idda, mm. and here is my talaq, uh, you know, document to state that uh, as such. Yeah. Similarly, for the husband, if he meets someone else, wants to carry on with his life, and then of course he's got a piece of paper to prove. Mm. So, so by her not having received any news of a talaq, she cannot assume, or nobody else can assume, that she has been talaqed. Because the least is that the partner must be informed. Hmm. So whether it is via a phone call from the MJC, or whether it is via a letter or a, some notification from the husband, but there must be notification. Because she cannot, how will she know that she has to go under idda if she doesn't know if she's been talaqed? Be that as it may, even if she is under idda, it is permissible for her husband to marry another wife whether she was under idda or whether she was talaqed or not. Even within the marriage, he could marry the third wife. So that, that really has no relevance um, when it comes to the idda of the lady or the permissibility of, for the husband to marry another wife. So, so the question would then, the answer would then be that the new marriage to a third wife is not dependent on the idda of the previous wife. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so nothing required. Uh, the the idda is no criteria or anything. For, for, like for, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, the following question, if we can go through, can certainly, go through the next Mullah, one. Certainly. The following one, remember, it's four seven nine one three with Mullah Sabri Davids uh, giving us sound advice. Um, with regards to your marriages. Um, the next question is reads, I know uh, this is, oh, okay, someone asking for advice here. I know this is a marriage program. I do not have a question. I'd like to know how I can contact the imam presenting the program. I need to speak about my uh, concerning regarding my son. It's not drug related, but related to Dean. Please, Imam, do, do not redirect me to someone else. Shukran for taking the time to read my text as well. Okay, inshallah, I think uh, the, 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 the sender can contact uh, contact us if indeed mm. she... Uh, His number, he or she, the number is over there, so... Okay, what I you can yeah. uh, after program I'm, or something. Yes, inshallah, we'll see. I, I'm going to actually ask that the, that the, that the person call, contacts me. Voice of the Cape does have my uh, number, so they can contact Voice of the Cape for my number, inshallah. Yeah. Okay, so the next one here, uh, it says, uh, I sent a message last week, how marriage can be saved. Um, it says, husband and wife separated for three years, husband afraid to take wife back due to be afraid of, let me just get into that, sorry, technician, I just need to get, 
Um, it says, husband afraid to take wife back due to being afraid of uh, his family not happy. Allah Akbar. Walana, many, 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 many good marriages could have been saved if there was an involvement of the family. Hmm. Unfortunately, family doesn't think objectively. Family thinks with emotions. And sad to say that it indeed is perhaps not the best idea to involve family, to follow the guidance all the time, and to listen to what they have to say. In fact, Quran mentions, and I'm, uh, the particular ayah doesn't come to mind now, but Quran mentions it is even not permissible for uh, once a woman has been talaqed and the husband wants to make rujuiyan and she wants to return to the husband, mm-hmm. then it is not permissible to, to prevent her from going back to that husband. And by the same token, it is uh, the husband does not need anyone's permission even to get married in the first instance. Yes, of course, outsiders will always be there with their comments. Uh, I hope the comments are positive and, 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 and constructive instead of negative and, you know, destructive. But uh, in the end, the family will not live with that wife. The family will not make a marriage with her. Quran also mentions that indeed if we dislike something in, 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 in the wife, it is such that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in that thing that we dislike, khairan kathira. The verse says, the ayah says, Allah has put a great many good in that particular person. So I believe, inshallah, that with good intentions and with sabr, inshallah, and maybe a little bit of counseling also, the marriage can work. But I don't think that family should be obeyed uh, when it comes to the person wanting to perform something that is halal and something to build society and not break down society. Okay, inshallah. It's now 11.58, so we have to go for that break. And uh, inshallah, after the news, once again, we will be with Mullah Sabri Davidson, myself, Hassan Qasim. Our guests, inshallah, our honorable guests, will be taking your questions uh, that after the news. Welcome once again to our program here on the Voice of the Cape. This is the marriage program with myself, Aslam Qasim, our honorable guest. That's Mullah Sabri Davids taking you through this program and sharing some wonderful advice with us for today. Inshallah, we will be taking you through your questions right now. I see the following question. It reads, uh, Aslamullah, want to know if I want to get married? Does it have to be within the new legal marriage law? Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Very good question. We, I think in the media, uh, Maulana, at the time when the marriage officers, the Muslim marriage officers graduated as the first ever batch of Muslim marriage officers from all over the country. It happened in Cape Town. Alhamdulillah, I was pr- uh, pr- privileged to be one of them. It was in some circles and in some newspapers, it was completely, completely, um, there was misinformation about the whole marriage scenario. We need to state it, and I'm not the I'm not the fundi on this, Molana. In fact, uh, Sheikh Riyad Fatar, if I may mention his name on air, is much more involved in the process than myself. So suffice to say that there is no rule that states that you must be married under any act. It is still a, a decision that the couple can make on their own. However, if the marriage is is performed by a marriage officer, it can then be registered 
but it is not necessarily in uh, in its current form accepted as legal as yet it's an ongoing process we are very hopeful inshallah that the the we will eventually get the signature of the president to sign it in as an act and eventually it will be gazetted etc etc but no the couple does not have to absolutely uh, you know get married by by a marriage officer neither is it automatic that the marriage will be uh, legal uh, as 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 in our understanding of a legal marriage you know so it is still pretty much the same status quo, except things have become much more easier in that the couple now doesn't have to go to the court or to the Department of Home Affairs to have the marriage registered. They can now do it um, in the comfort of, 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 the, of the office of the local imam. Mm-hmm. Of course, if the imam is a registered marriage officer. Okay. I don't want to make it uh, simplified or, or, or say... But it's safe for the taxi trip. Yeah, Allah, but yes, absolutely, Maulana. Absolutely. And Al-Sana and I, long lane, Moschino. So, yes. The next question, it says, Salaam Allah, is it right for my husband to say whatever you ask him if you can go somewhere? I, uh, can you just repeat that, please, it's, it's, I'm saying it as, as, as the word. Did. Let me just uh, say it again. Um, is it right for my husband to say whatever you ask him if you can go somewhere. So I suppose we, if she wants to go, she, so she's asking, must you ask her husband before she do each and everything? Nabi Muhammad sallallahu and Islam has made it haram for the lady to leave the home of the husband without his permission. And so yes, it is quite so. But then again, you know, Molana, we are also not, uh, I don't know what the appropriate word is to use here, but we mustn't uh, be dogmatic in that interpretation. If the lady, for example, needs to go uh, around the corner to the spaza shop, to the, you know, to the shop, to buy a loaf of bread, for example, mm. later she needs to go for a liter of milk, it would be better for Haki in any case to go himself. Yes. But I think Molana in general, the understanding is yes, the lady has to seek the permission, and especially when she's going to be away from home for extended periods of time. But in our general understanding, the wife has general permission. For example, if the wife is a working wife, she has that general permission to go to work mm-hmm. by virtue of him having agreed to it from, the, from day one. If, for example, there's general permission, for example, to go to the shops, to do some shopping, the sun is worth as a maharam, for example, then yes, that general permission is given. It doesn't have to be every single time. There has to be that general understanding that is if you need to go to the shop, if you need to go to work, if you need to go. Imagine she has to ask him, can I doctor to doctor to So we shouldn't be, uh, I want to use the word foolish. Yeah. You know, it's but foolish. And also we're not clowns, you know. So so that general permission is by virtue, there's that, that understanding of that general permission for necessity and for necessary things. Yes. Okay. The next one, um, uh, it's a, quite a notice. It's, uh, Shukru Mubin Masjid. Uh, Shukru Mubin Mosque in York Road, Lansdowne. They will be having their annual Kira program on Sunday the 13th, July the 2014. That's today. We will dedicate the program to the people in Palestine. And the program will include a Palestinian rally with uh, Mona Ihsan uh, Hendricks as well as Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels and Palestinian youth, youth as the guest speaker. And the program will be commencing after the word. That's today. Our next question. Um, Are you serving lunch, Oh, this. <laughs> so the, the 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 next question it says the man could have told the third wife. Okay, I think this is related to our previous, to previous question. Okay. Uh, the man could have told the third wife he is talaq from second wife, but 
The second wife don't know where she stands. Is she still married to him or divorced besides it that period, but no proof? Okay, uh, I, I don't, uh, Molana, in the question, I don't hear the, the sender saying anything about the husband has said that he talaqed the second wife, or the husband has said that she's under, I don't hear that. And what proof is there better than the word or the, the husband coming forward? So I don't think it's a matter that the that the third wife should should resolve. It's a matter that the husband should resolve. And it's better that the second wife, who is now uncertain of whether she is talaqed or not, that she should resolve. And so therefore my best suggestion is, and, and, and I suggest it must be done ASAP, is to go to the imam, call in the husband, call in the second wife and, 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 and the imam and, and, and resolve the situation. It does seem that, uh, that the third wife is more concerned, so she should actually tell the husband she needs to know. She has the right to know, of course, whether he's still married to her or not. Although it's, it, it doesn't matter in terms of it doesn't affect her marriage but she has the right to know a sick number two in the lane or a sick number three in the lane or a sick in the lane okay okay Inshallah. there we go um, we have another question that says can a Muslim man marry a Christian woman even though we know that the wife will not embrace Islam she drinks and is not example to a child he says he is allowed Sharia wise so we must not lecture him Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. I suppose, Maulana, this is one of those question, questions that I personally feel it is unwise to discuss on air. Uh, we must remember that one of the responsibilities that ulama have is to see to the maslaha of the current, uh, current ummah, but also to work at the maslaha of the future ummah. And so therefore, what we'll put in place now will affect the future. Mm-hmm. Suffice to say, that even Sina Umar an has prohibited during his reign, he has prohibited marriages to uh, other religions, to people from other religions or people from Ahlul Kitab. We're not going to discuss the matter. Suffice to say that if this is going to be a lady uh, or a mother of his children, uh, what example is she going to set to those children? In fact, those children will be torn between am I Muslim or am I non-Muslim? Mm-hmm. Uh, l- Come Labarang time, they will celebrate Labarang, and then come Christmas time, they will celebrate Christmas, and then the children will not know what they are, and we are stripping them of their identity. So it is it is largely discouraged. As a matter of fact, Maulana, uh, like I said, uh, taken from Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an, he's even gone to the extent of, at some stage in his in his reign as Amir al-Mu'minin, he uh, blatantly uh, prohibited anyone from marrying um, anyone from another religion. Uh, but again, I want to say that this is not as straightforward as we think, or as we see it, or as as we hear it on air. It is much more um, complex than just a yes or a no. But suffice to say that the ulama have the duty of looking in the maslaha of the husband even. If the husband can be sufficiently strong that he will not allow his wife from another religion to, 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 to sit on his head and control matters, then most certainly. But again, who of us really, after all, Molana, love is blind. Mm-hmm. Love can actually make us lose our iman also. Mm-hmm. And so we ask Allah for protection, inshallah. Amen, amen. Um, looking at the next SMS now, it says a couple has had a talaq, but is still married by South African law. They are waiting on the court to get a date for divorce. Who should leave the house, the male or the female? And they are still living in the same house. House is registered under both parties. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Sadly, that is a status quo, Molana. These days you cannot purchase a house unless it is on Mr. and Mrs. 
but uh, if the husband pays the rent or the or the or the or the, or the uh, bond, bond it is a husband's house who should leave the house once the lady has been talaqed and the inter period has uh, has expired and she uh, has not been there's been no reconciliation between husband and wife that means they are strangers to one another and therefore by virtue of being strangers to one another they are not allowed any longer to be uh, under one roof together the lady then has to return to her wakil, uh, which in most cases is obviously the father, if the father is still alive, or to her brother, whoever. But she then no longer becomes the responsibility of the husband. If there's children, that is a lifelong responsibility for the males until they are self-sufficient, and of course for the females until they are married, off, uh, then their responsibility becomes that of the husband. So as to who should leave, uh, this is from a personal perspective, Molana. For, you know, for 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 for, veil for the interim period, mm. you're the man. You can fend for yourself better on your own than what a woman, and maybe even with children, can fend for herself on her own. So for this interim period, until the bond issue is resolved and until the court issue is resolved, my suggestion, and I say this very gently, um, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I want to say that this is opinion, Molana, so people can agree or disagree, but were you the man, why don't you rather just uh, tell her, okay, you stay in the house with the children until mm -hmm. such time that our issues are resolved, I will find me a place to stay because mm -hmm. I'm the man. Mm -hmm. I can fend for myself much better than what the lady can. Mm. Yeah, sometimes it just requires a man to do a man's, a man's job. job yes. Get up. Yes. Yes, this, uh, this one was with our previous one about the lady that said that her husband, when she asked her husband, can you go where she wants to go? So she says now that well, regarding the question of asking my husband, he does not say yes or no, but he used the word whatever. Is it right for him to use that word, whatever? Okay, in Islam, uh, Malana, yes, Allah Akbar, there's no place for ambiguity. There mustn't be any ambiguity in anything. A yes or a no must, must come. Uh, in Islam, if there's any ambiguity, one cannot assume either or. Although uh, silence is, 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 is interpreted and according to Imam Shafi rahimahullah, if the girl, for example, if she uh, keeps quiet at the time of the proposal, in this particular instance, her sukut is regarded as her idhan because she would have said no. Mm. But because of modesty and because of haya, she keeps quiet. And that quiet and that smile of, you know, that smile of haya, uh, you know, uh, is, is, is a sign of her approval. So that in that particular instance, however, in any other instance, we cannot uh, assume and then assume that the answer would have been this or would have been that. So the husband needs to say a definite yes or a definite no. She 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 can assume it to be yes all the time, and he can perhaps say, uh, as a question of mark what you will. But but in Islam, we can do what mark what you will. As a question of us communicate clearly with Maka, and us share Maka clearly what us will, and us share Maka clearly what us full understand. Well, that is a question that I just received through WhatsApp. If I may just going to this one. Assalamualaikum. Well, that my son is getting married. He's twenty-two, and the girl is sixteen in December, inshallah. Is it permissible for them to plan the first child because they want to get to know each other first? Um, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Respected brother or sister Whoever sent the question First of all I, I, I want to tell you And these are people actually that I know Molana, And I want to say that I'm very proud of this couple mm. Because they came to their father They came to me They came. They went to the girl's father And they said it in so many words We are scared of falling into haram So we want to get married And I'm very proud of the two of them Alhamdulillah When they want to get to know each other 
uh, whilst we can regard a child as getting in the way of that, we have another system called the Milka system, mm-hmm. where they can get married and not consummate the marriage. So in that period, they can also get to know each other. Okay, um, family planning in general, we know, is not permissible, right? While there are schools of thought and there are certain, you know, ulama that say no, it's fine, family planning is allowed. Uh, whilst the uh, what's the other thing, the uh, sterilization, mm-hmm. uh, that is not allowed. Contraceptives. Contraceptives. In the end, Molana comes to one and the same thing. We need to put our trust in Allah that when Allah wants us to be to have a child, we will have a child. Mm-hmm. And when Allah does not want us to have a child, we will not have a child. Uh, I've also seen this, that even people who are, and having been in the medical fraternity for quite some time, I've seen people getting becoming pregnant despite the injection and despite the even sterilization. Mm-hmm. Doctors couldn't understand. It was the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So maybe in as much as they want to... Uh, in as much as they want to get to know each other, mashallah, there will be another hundred years for that, inshallah. Mm. And I want to say this, Molana, that husband and wife will never really get to know each other. They will know each other's habits. They will know each other's, uh, you know, mannerisms. They will know each other's uh, reactions and responses. But they will never ever know each other's emotions and thoughts. And mm. that is truly knowing someone. And so therefore there's a lifetime to get to know each other And that is what makes marriage interesting Getting to know the wife and getting to know the husband Despite all the little odds and ends And despite children being there My interest is still to get to know my wife So that I can be the best possible husband for her Allahumma ameen inshallah I hope that answers the question inshallah Beautiful Um, It says now Ramadan Karim to you all My question is can a person ask you for maaf Only sending you SMS and you never see your eldest brother, never phone or visit him. He loved all his siblings very much. He was very hard sore for that SMS because this person stays so near to him and he never see them. He's not so young anymore and he's also a sickly man, sickly person. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Can a person ask mouth with an SMS? Molana, instead of looking at that negatively, I'm going to look at that positively and say that at least, alhamdulillah, in this Blessed month of Ramadan, the person gathered the courage together to at least put finger to a keypad and send that SMS as a first step. Perhaps the person didn't know what kind of reaction he or she is going to receive when he goes in person, although this is always the better thing to do. But the door might be slammed in his face, or he might be, uh, you know, uh, heavily or, 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 you know, very, very severely uh, reprimanded. Instead of going through that, the person is now ready to say, okay, I was wrong. And as a first step, I want to say that, inshallah, I'm just paving the way for an eventual personal mouth. So I would see that as a positive thing and not necessarily as a negative thing. This, uh, suffice to say that the real thing, the afdal thing, the better thing, the best thing is still for that person to come to in person and say, my bro of my sister, ik vraag your mouth. But also see that as a first step, the person will know that you can't go in the water. So you sit there and you turn in the water, om te voel hoe koud is die water. Hy is ready om in te gaan in die water, maar hy wil eerst net gewoon te raak in die water. So hy sit maar sy toon in die water, om te voel, nee, maar die water is nogal nie so koud nie. So the person that received the SMS, my sincere advice to that person is, return the SMS and say, Allah maaf. Mm-hmm. And then leave it at that. And then inshallah, during this month of Ramadan, today even, 
go to that person and say, ek gaat die wacht tot wat agenda, my kom, ek kom so maar na jou, my broer, ek gief vir jou maaf, en ek vooraf vir jou maaf, dat is brotherhood, dat is the spirit of Ramadan, Malana, Allah ma amin. Amin, amin. Malana, this is quite um, very, um, not, not, not very good one. It says, uh, Salam Allah, whenever my parents have an argument, my father tells my mother to, and he writes it out, to F off, and he threatens her at night, always, and that's around 2 a.m. in the morning. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Uh, indeed, I, I don't know how old the sender is, but I, I, I would expect the sender to be concerned because obviously this is his mother, and I want to say that by nature, the child always inclines towards the mother, whether the mother is right or wrong. This is nature, this is, this is how things work naturally. It is completely wrong of the father to tell the mother to F off whatever word he may use. Let's just say it's a word containing a fa and a kaf, Molana, mm. right? So if the father tells the mother the word containing the fa and the kaf, or any other word, then he should make clear his intentions with that. Uh, there's something called, it's a feature called kinaya and, uh, and sariha in talaq. Kinaya, the, the, the one is, the sariha is where the father or the husband says in so many words, I give you a talaq or you have been talaq. Mm. So, kinaya is those terms that the husband uses from time to time that could be interpreted as, I want you out of my life and I want to give you a talaq. And indeed, if that was his intention, Molana, then how many times the talaq may not have fallen? Hmm. How many times the husband may have issued a talaq And if it indeed was more than three times as in inte- as in, And his intention was Every time that she must go In terms of a talaq Then of course the, she is talaq from him I also suggest That two o'clock at night Molana is a very odd time hmm. I, I, I would want to suggest That that caller calls me Contacts me after the program Or later today inshallah uh, to contact me um, as there is one or two questions and I just want to ask that caller because the odd time of the night that it happens mm-hmm. but inshallah we, I will speak to that caller inshallah okay so Allah will give them a call or um, I will respectfully ask that the caller calls me okay so definitely for that uh, for the one who send this about the parents that argue during the middle of the night um, you can give us a call here um, maybe now uh, exactly immediately after quarter two or something and I'll uh, share with you Molina's number inshallah if that's okay and then you can give Molina a call and, and speak to Molina personally now the next uh, one it mentions uh, is it permissible for a woman to leave the country concerning work without a mahram hmm. okay bismillah rahman rahim Molina a definite capital letters no we know that women cannot undertake a journey of uh, three days, maf, definitely not. The lady cannot travel any distance, a distance of three days and three nights without a mahram present. Now we might think three days and three nights, oh, then Makatu, for example, takes five, six hours with, with the plane. Mm-hmm. But the Prophet Sallallahu that time, the, 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 the length of a journey was measured not in miles and kilometers, it was measured in time. So it means that a journey that will take us three days and three nights to complete, that even if it can be completed in our understanding today, as in a couple of hours, that length of travel is still not permissible without a mahram. So definitely not the answer is no. She mm. cannot uh, leave the country without uh, without a mahram. Okay, so there you go. That's your answer for now. Um, the next one, if we can get to, to that one now. Um, this is quite a... Very heartwarming one, Mullah. I think this will be very 
uh, some lovely news for, for us to hear. It says, Shukran so much for the programs, all the programs you have about marriage and advice given. It really, really help rebuild our marriage. Alhamdulillah. Love Alhamdulillah. and understanding. We had long talks over these last past days of Ramadan. And I never thought that my husband will again be the coolness in my heart Allahu and in Akbar. my eyes. Just Allahu cool. Akbar. Well, now what happens after that is enough our business. <laughs> MashaAllah. Very, very heartwarming indeed, Mashallah. I must agree. Mm. Yes, uh, let, let us go, go on to the next ones. Yes, I'm more here. It says, um, I'm married for 30 years. I want to get married again, but my wife sounds very suicidal. Am I going to be blamed if anything happens to her? Shukran. Okay, Bismillah rahman rahim uh, first of all, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Holy Quran, that no soul shall be burdened with the doings of another soul and with the burden of another soul. No soul, a soul shall be blamed for the actions of another soul. If that wife is suicidal because of that, I want to say that it is an expression of deep love. But I also think, and uh, I'm saying this with due respect, of course, that it is perhaps just a futile threat or an idle threat and uh, it shouldn't be taken too seriously because that that is a way and a means of uh, uh, I want to say almost barring him from from practicing his right uh, to marry a second wife so therefore I, I would I, I want to suggest Molana that he should tell her that uh, he has this uh, love for someone else and that he has this feeling for someone else and if she indeed does commit suicide he will not be held responsible for it because why he cannot be blamed for her actions um, and again she's using that i think to 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 keep him from doing exactly that mm. so indeed i want to tell the brother that you will not be held responsible for the actions of another uh, mm. even if it is your wife or your parents or anyone else um, the following one here, Mulan, says, um, can a woman marry the same man after she fasakh him? Yes, most certainly she can, Malana. Uh, it is not, there's nothing that uh, prohibits them from getting married again. Uh, fasakh, of course, we know it is, so to speak, the domain of the lady, where it is granted to the lady after a new investigation. And uh, alhamdulillah, the, uh, and I'm just mentioning this, the, the agency that I usually deal with is the Muslim Judicial Council, and they have a panel of ulama sitting. It is not only one person. And I want to urge our community not to go to those imams or sheikhs or maulanas or imam peace or midrai, and I say this with respect, mm -hmm. that want to just issue fasakh left, right, and center on their own. Mm -hmm. uh, at the MGC, for example, you have to go to Sharia. They said, you such a long process. People actually have been telling me that yours are so long. I tell them, of course, the MGC will not just give you a talaq or a fasakh mm. so you sit in front of a panel of ulama they do the investigation and after that panel of ulama have deliberated on the matter and have found all possible ways to try not to give a fasakh and there's no other option then a fasakh is granted and most certainly she made she goes under inter but there's no ruju yani they cannot in the inter period they cannot reconcile unlike the talaq they can reconcile in the first and second talaq they can reconcile in the inter period suffice to then say that after the inter period or after mouth after the fasakh yes it is permissible with Abdul jadid with a new marital contract that the two of them can marry again inshallah mm -hmm. Allah Amen. And now uh, the following one it says, Assalamualaikum. What can be done in a case? Okay, let me just remove that refresh button. Once again, Mullah will be leaving us now at quarter two, um, just so that you know, inshallah. But uh, the next one it says, um, Can a woman, uh, rather, what can be done in a case where you as a wife approach your spouse about messages that he have on his phone 
with other women that involves intimacy, etc. When approached, she denies all of it. Some advice can I cause I don't feel to be in this marriage anymore. Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Sometimes it is necessary. In fact, Quran advises that when a couple cannot manage their own affairs, and I want to say here that some couples may have the view that all sorts of your problems. It this has never worked because Quran says that uh, you know uh, when the uh, when things are a bit difficult and tough, hakama min ahlihi wa hakama min ahliha. That uh, get in a representative from her side and a representative from her side, and of course then tackle the matter. I think this particular instance is is a matter for 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 third party intervention. The fact that he denies when she has the proof right in front of her and he denies, I don't know to what extent he will then take the lie, if I can call it that. Uh, if if indeed this was a chat or a messages that was exchanged between him and a stranger. If he has feelings for this lady, then why does he marry this lady? And the the option, and our ladies must understand, we must stop making second and third marriages haram. This is we we cannot make it haram. So we would we rather then have our husbands in in affairs and committing zina outside the marriage? We need to decide what we want. So so I would suggest that the lady offers him. The 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 I don't want to say the freedom because he has the freedom, but she offers him the cooperation to rather marry the lady instead of finding this kind of messages, because had he married the lady, it would have been a message from his wife and not a message from some woman. So therefore, I suggest that she approaches him with a f- open heart, with an open heart, but also has a learned person present uh, or in the presence of someone else, just so as to you know caution against any. Uh, To, you know, any gaskets being blown, but suffice to say, definitely, I think third-party intervention is, is is needed so that someone who is objective can, uh, you know, give advice and, and guide them along. Inshallah. Mm-hmm. Well, now just before you go, there's one more question. If we can, can we go through it? Yes, Inshallah. Um, the, the, the gentleman says, "I ask Maaf all the time, but my wife brings up things again." Uh, That's where it ends. Okay. We must remember, Molana, for the for the for the uh, the the person who said that he asks mouth all the time. Number one, that the mouth mustn't just end there. The mouth must be as soon as possible. Uh, you know, if if we if we've done something wrong, let's follow it up with a good deed. And um, asking mouth, of course, is the start. But make the wife understand that after the mouth has been asked and after forgiveness has been given, then it must end there. We must never throw anything in anyone's face because Allah will not throw our sins in our face. If I if I see it fit to throw my partner's sins or or, or 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 errors or mistakes in his face or in her face, then I should ask myself, where is a perfect person? And so, therefore, we should never ever use the mistakes of someone to throw it in his or her face. Forgiveness is not complete without forget forgetting. So we must try to forgive the sin and forget that it never happened. Of course, it will be stored in the memory, but we must never, ever, ever harp on the past. So it is not correct. Molina, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes, uh, yes. Uh, the questions are streaming through. I know Molina said Molina needs to leave now at twelve uh, forty-five. Um, Shall we, shall we give can, it another can, five can minutes? Another, go for another five minutes. Um, it says here, uh, my husband asked me. What am I going to do? Um, ask me what am I going to do when I found out about a fee, and when I said nothing, he told me I'll treat you so, and it's a 
swear word with a S that you will have to pack up and leave. And um, yeah, that's where it, it ends. Okay. Uh, Bolana, I want to say to that particular lady that uh, that husband is playing a mind game. And his mind game, and, that's, and I say this based on so many, many, many similar matters that I've handled. His mind game is that he wants to make her fed up so that she walks out of the marriage and then uh, the finger can point to her and he remains this innocent one. I've seen this. It's a classical case, Molana. I want to tell her that you have more dignity and honor than that, my sister. You have more dignity and pride than that. Do not remain in a marriage on a begging basis. Do not remain in a marriage on a kanala basis. Kanala, I love you, don't leave me. Kanala, I love you, don't leave me. If he wants to get married to the other lady, let him get married to her. But at the same time, he must make it clear, does he want you as well or not? And with that kind of clarity, you then have direction in your life, but you cannot let allow your life to hang on a thread in a marriage that is perhaps more uh, bumpy, uh, you know, and more full of road bumps and thorns than happiness and joy. So my dear sister, do not allow him to play that mind game with you. Let him become clear and to the point what is it that he wants out of the deal. Mm -hmm. But that is a mind game. I can assure you it's a mind game that is played. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, the next one is, I think it's again with the family family issues. It says, Imam, my brother said he gave me mouth, but I must not come to his house. He still don't want to tell me what I did to him. We were so close. It only changed after he got married. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, if that is what the brother said, he was, uh, if you have done your duty, don't stop. Continue. I continue in persistently. I want to know what it is I did wrong so that I can improve, that I can beg you forgiveness, and that I cannot repeat the same mistake. So that brother's got the obligation of saying, this is what you did. So he should not stop asking his brother. As for coming to his house, I suppose he cannot go there and force his way inside the house. He doesn't have that right. But he can go to the doorstep. He can be persistent. And if the brother still doesn't want to, then I say, you have done your part. You have done your part. You will know when to walk away. But don't walk away yet because you have to keep on and keep on until he opens up and says, this is what you did and that was what I was unhappy with. Mm-hmm. The next one, similar once again to our second marriage. It says, can a, can a husband get married without the first wife knowing? If so, can the first wife request the end of her marriage? Okay, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I think this question is probably been answered over and over mm-hmm. again. And we need to state that a husband does not require the permission of any party whatsoever to even marry the first wife. He doesn't, for example, require the permission of his parents even to marry the first wife. So if he doesn't require the permission of his parents to marry the first wife, then similarly he does not require the permission of his second wife, of his first wife to marry a second wife, nor does he require the permission of the first and second to marry a third, nor does he require the permission of one, two, and three to marry number four, nor does he require stop <laughs> Suffice to say, Maulana, the answer is no. If she finds out that he has married her, uh, that he has married someone behind her back, it is no grounds for a fasakh, for a fasakh or a talaq. It is no grounds at all, and therefore she's got no right. In fact, one hadith, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu says that the lady who asks for a talaq, especially without uh, reason, 
uh, without grounds, she won't even smell the fragrance of Jannah. So it is haram for a lady to want to a talaq because of a second wife that is not grouch enough. So uh, that Mulana inshallah that brings us to the end. Inshallah if Allah wants me hope to, to, to be with the future with you again, inshallah. On that note I bid all listeners inshallah wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I do apologize for the early departure, but I am due uh, at uh, at the venue to inshallah uh, be the guest speaker at the uh, venue inshallah. Allah grant uh, Maulana continue uh, to increase his wisdom inshallah to help and always be there for our communities alhamdulillah we have to break tonight now from myself Asam Qasim shukran for joining us once again assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh